Hola estrellitas, this is Sol, and this is Luna, and we are Chillonas, pero badass. I have a question for you, Luna. I don't know if you're ready. Dime, for it, dime, dime. <laughs> Probably you're ready not. For it. Probably not. <laughs> Do you believe virginity is a social construct? Ooh. So <laughs> serious question there. Yeah, that's that's a loaded question. <laughs> um yeah, I think um how do I answer this? <laughs> I think like to an extent, yes. What does that mean? Because for me, when I think of virginity, <laughs> so stupid, it connects back to religion, right? And so like everything that you're taught in the Bible and like everything that you're taught about, uh, again, like we were talking in part one about uh, saving yourself for marriage and this and that. And then, que le dan tanta importancia to, like, a girl's virginity. So, do I think it's a social construct for women? Yes. For men, not so much. Because people don't really care about when men lose their virginity. But a man, like, cares so much about when a woman loses hers. Or if she's even a virgin, cuando están juntos, you know? Or, oh, did I take her virginity? Or did someone... I feel like it's so... Like now, as an adult, I don't care much for it. Um, I remember being young, too, and thinking like that. Like, why would a guy even care about my virginity? Uh, but you it's most interesting. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it's OK. I think if this is a different response than I was expecting from you. Is oh. it, do you think it's because you sat on the question? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell our listeners what it was that you initially thought before actually sitting and, and thinking about this conversation because and not because I'm trying to put you on the spot but more because like this is what happens like the man because I know it has a lot to do with the mentality we grew up with mm-hmm. that it's an automatic thing right almost like a, um like a reflex where you know our family like pa pronto como casi like ya ofendidos like uh no you know like mm-hmm. like that I think that's what you, that was your first reaction when we both mm-hmm. when we brought this up compared to now that you've actually had to sit on it. So I'm Mm -hmm. really curious on what it was you would like. Based on my family, based on my family, right? And if I was around like my grandma and stuff, yeah, Mm. I would be like, no, you know, virginity is something because it's like, yeah, but it's like, (laughs) it's something that's hammered into your brain from such an early age. But thinking back to taking myself back to when I lost my virginity, taking myself back to when I started dating people after I um after I lost my virginity and then thinking about where like my my thoughts of virginity even stem from I think like this because again like I said le dan tanta importancia a una mujer que pierda su virginidad versus Mm -hmm. when a guy loses his and it's so like yeah it's like such a big deal I remember like 
even into my early 20s, some some like random guy, literally, I'd never met him before, never met him before. The this was like the first two questions out of his mouth. Hello, like my name is and what's yours? That was the first question. And two, are you a virgin? Wow. Yeah. And I was like, yes, the gay. And I literally was like, that's for me to know and only me. That's nobody else's uh-huh. business. Uh-huh. And I'm like, mind you, I had like my boyfriend at the time and I was like, yes, the gay. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I think and it's to me now it's not that big of a deal but i don't know what, no, what i think i guess i'm i'm proud of you uh don't get me wrong i'm i'm proud of you i just think like i'm thinking about just your first reaction and how back and a while back that was mine that's why i'm mentioning it because that was me too where it was instant like and at that point I just I would make a joke out of it right like the fact that like I'm Satan I'm fucking dirty water like (laughs) but pretty much throughout the years and the more like I really thought about it and I think from just my own experience it's like virginity is a social construct because it goes back to like what we're talking about in part one how religion has influenced our families and our culture so much that that's part of it. That's part of the whole idea that, you know, they didn't want us <laughs> procreating because we had no TV. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But <laughs> the point is, is that the fact that like, because a woman was supposed to be so submissive and tenía que ser caso, tenía que ser lo que decían, blah, blah. And it's like, you have to think about it. You're not losing anything. Like, in all, you really aren't. You're, <laughs> you're being, not getting deflowered. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you're, you know, it's, you're not losing anything. You're gaining an experience. It's, como, there's something that's interesting that you say that. It's gaining an experience. Right. And it doesn't change your worth, right? Like this is just, it's not losing something. Instead, it's finally exploring your sexuality. That's so, um, I'm taking a minute because I'm thinking about you saying exploring sexuality and how for me, I'm having even into my early 20s, I mean, my late, tw- my early 20s, or no math, my late 20s, <laughs> being comfortable with my sexuality. And I don't just mean, um, I don't just mean me being um, heterosexual. I don't just mean that. I mean, even exploring my body and look, not, yes, exploring my body. Yes, it is that. And looking at myself in the mirror and uh, realizing, okay, I'm a woman. <laughs> I have <laughs> I have this. I have that. I don't have this. I don't have that. For me, it's it's been difficult um, to, and I think that's where my um, my thoughts about um, intimacy come from. So, I think this story that I'm about to tell you connects a lot to uh, why I feel the way that I feel, especially when it comes to virginity and when it comes to 
my sexuality. So, oh my gosh, let, let's take it back. <laughs> I was 14 years old. Oh my gosh. And at 14, you're what, a freshman in high school and boyfriends are starting to become a thing. Y yo nunca había tenido novio porque yo era la feita. <laughs> and like, okay, image in your head, okay? Braces, glasses, hadn't plucked my eyebrows at this point. So I had a whole caterpillar going on. So yeah, it's very much fea, la fea más bella pipes. <laughs> Yeah. And so I had a boyfriend and um, my boyfriend was a senior in high school. I, I remember that. Era un senior in high school. Y pues él era más, I think if I remember correctly, we had had the conversation of, oh, are you a virgin? And I was like, oh, are you a virgin? And I think he was a virgin. He had had an ex. At least lo que me dijo era virgin, él. Y yo también, right? Según él. Según él, yes. At least lo que me dijo yo de creída, I still believed him. Um, que he was. And so, you know, teenagers, their hormones, these things get going. I started cutting class, inviting him over at my house because girl wasn't nobody home. Everybody was working. <laughs> do we need a trigger warning for what's next? Yeah, I think we do. Trigger warning. <laughs> listening. <laughs> We're talking about losing our virginities here. So um, he comes over. And again, like I said, nobody was home. My house was very empty all of the time until about 6 p.m. And so he comes over and, you know, things start getting whatever. So I end up losing my virginity that day. Um, we used a condom and everything, but you know, the things that when you're so young and you're not educated and all you hear about is when you have sex, you'll get pregnant. Um, I was freaking out. And so I remember the next day I'm walking home and I decided to call, oh my God, huge mistake. Like if I could go back in time, I would be like, stupid, I hang up the phone. <laughs> Um, I decided to call one of my aunts, the cool aunts, the aunt that was born here, um, que se casó con mi tío, pero que yo pensé que era muy diferente a lo que iba a ser, right? And I trusted her a lot and I call her and I'm like, hey, um, I have a question for you. And she's like, what's up, mija? And I'm like, um, when you have sex, like, should I go and get plan B, um, this and this happened, do you think I'm going to get pregnant? And she's like, well, if you use the condom, you shouldn't. And I was like, okay. And then I was like explaining all the details and she was like listening. And yo pensé que she was being very genuine. And I was like, please don't tell anybody, uh, you know, all of that stuff. And... <laughs> I, oh my God, it makes me so mad to think about it. I was 14, okay. Mm -hmm. And so then a week later, my grandmother decides she's going to come stay at our house. And my grandma pulls me to the side because at this point I'm living life like regular, right? Mm 
So my grandma decides to pull me to the side one night porque acostumbra a rezar. And so after we prayed, she was like, quiero hablar contigo. Tú necesitas hablar con tu papá y a tu mamá y decirles que ya no eres virgen. I remember Stop. my heart fucking sank to the pit of my, oh my stomach. God. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, ¿de qué está hablando? Girl, that aunt that I had told had, of course, called las chismosas de mis tías, my dad's sisters, and had told them. And they told their husbands, which are my uncles, and they, those people ended up telling my grandma, literally the whole family knew when I lost my virginity. And of course, porque ellas, one, aún no tenían hijas, or two, sus hijas eran hella like little at this point. They were judging me hardcore. Like I was the black sheep of the family. Terrible. But those are the ones that you have to be more careful for. Like son las más atrevidas. Literally being dragged. <laughs> I was being dragged to hell <laughs> by them. And so andaba en la boca oh de todos, God. right? And so when my grandma tells me this, I'm like, Y usted quien le dijo, and she's like, that's not important, pero tú necesitas decirles, si no, yo les voy a decir. She's like, te doy hasta mañana que les digas. And I'm like. This woman came in with a mission. Girl, wow. she came in, got loaded. And so she's like, you know, tienes que decirle a tu padre y cuando le digas, um, arrodíllate y pídele perdón. She's like, because at this point, what I had heard from my parents or from my dad and his brothers and sisters was like, when they fucked up big time, they would go and they would kneel to their parents for, and that was like them um, showing that they, that they repented from whatever the fuck they'd done. And so for me, that was, something of extreme humiliation to kneel yourself and to go and ask for forgiveness. Like you're not God, dude. <clears throat> and so I remember going up to my dad cause I had went to school the next day and I was just panicked to the entire time, scared. I literally had upset stomach. We don't hold back here. So I had diarrhea. <laughs> um, just, <laughs> just super scared you know mm-hmm. and I hated that she gave me a time frame girl I hated this woman I hated her hated for a long time one. yeah and I hated her for a long time for that so I remember going up to her going up to my dad that night and I was like pa tengo algo que decirte and I went to my dad first I didn't go to my mom and so uh, there was like a little cor- corredor and, and, el, and he was sitting on the couch, but before where I was going to go, it, it was like a corridor mm-hmm. and I kneeled from the beginning of the corridor all the way to him. And I was like, lo siento mucho. Um, like I, I perdí mi virginidad and I just started bawling 
And I just felt so guilty. I felt guilty. I felt humiliated. Um, I felt dumb. And he just looked at me and I'm like expecting, you know, obviously I'm expecting una chinga. Um, I'm expecting for him to not want to talk to me anymore. At this point, my dad was my best friend. Um, I don't know. I was just expecting the worst of the worst. And uh, he was like, um, parate del suelo. It's okay. You entiendo. Ugh, sorry. Um, and he was just like, you know, just no lo vuelvas a hacer. That was it. And then I remember having to go to my mom and my mom was a different story, y'all. Like I, again, like I mentioned in part one, sex was, is taboo. And so you can't talk to them about it. Right. So I remember going to her and mentioning this to her. She's like, I don't even want to fucking hear it. You're a disgrace. You disgust me. I'm disappointed in you. Um, she's like, no más andas de puta. And she's like, I no más que me salgas con tu domingo siete y vas a ver hija la gran puta like this and that and just going in and don't fucking talk to me. I don't want to look at you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and my mom held on to this, you guys, for years, which is why I think that in, in my late teen years and my early teen years, we didn't get along because I felt, I really felt like she hated me. And I expected that reaction from my dad and not from her. And so, <clears throat> like again, like I said, I was just so humiliated. And that's why I tell you about that now in my late teens, in my late 20s, um, ex like exploring more and more myself, I'm exploring more my sexuality because now I'm okay with it and it doesn't feel like such a negative thing. But for a long time, it felt so negative. It didn't feel like I was gaining an experience. Right it felt like I was going straight to hell. Like if I had died, I was going straight to hell because that concept of like heaven and hell and, and God and virginity and being married and saving yourself. And that's why, you know, when you mentioned to me about being so open, I'm like, I'm always taken aback about how people, how women are so open about their sexuality and I'm always like más reservada when it comes to that topic you of know course. and and I think it it stems from this <laughs> well I really appreciate you sharing that story and I'm sorry you went through that it's yeah it's something that I don't think I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have gone through only because like it's insane that like you have your story and I have mine of when I had my first experience mm -hmm. I had a quinceañera right oh yeah and I had my big old party whatever and I met a the guy there I made a guy I met a guy there and he was a friend of friends like it's always like that right mm -hmm. it was from other high schools and oh, so yeah. 
I was dancing with him, like, vamos bien. He asked for my number and um, he gave me his, yes, yeah, see. And so after my quince, like him and I like started talking and he would come to the high school after he got out of school, he would see me and we started seeing each other, right? Mm-hmm. Mind you, I was what, a sophomore and he was a senior. Ooh. So I was 15 and he was 18 already. Mm-hmm. And I remember like liking this guy so much that I was like, finally, I could have a boyfriend. I could tell my parents. Mm. And there was a day that I overheard my mom talking to my aunts angrily saying, no, pues ya tuvo su fiesta. Ya de repente va a salir que ya trae novio. Ya, pues ya para que todo lo que hicimos, para que ya luego, luego ya anda con uno. So I like was taken back on it. And at that point what? I was thinking, okay, so I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait to tell her. I'll wait, give it some time. Después del tiempo de mis quince. Just, all right, fine. So this is my thought, right? Mind you, the guy was very about talking to my parents, like letting them know like that he liked me. He wanted me, you know, me to be with them, blah, blah. He was trying to be respectful. Yeah. Right. And he was going about it the right way. And then after like time passes and I was just like, no I like I'd rather wait he kept asking and I just like no let's just wait so then we started seeing each other he came to my, my house and my parents weren't there <laughs> but like outside right no tramos para dentro nada because like my, my grandma was there oh my okay mm-hmm. my dad's mom okay and I had told her if it was okay because I was super cool with her and I was not cool at all with my mom right so yo le confié like oh va bien. oh si está bien que llegue aquí afuera okay fine and we just talked and then se fue yes sí. And then it started happening where, like, one day I was like, well, I want to spend the day with him. I skipped school. (laughs) I ditched. I had never done that before, ever until that. And I ditched school and I went out with him. And then um, we went to, um, he went to his house. And I remember, like, walking around his house, just, like, looking around. And then he was like, um like oh like let's hang out here and we went in his room and um I remember him asking if I was a virgin and I had said yeah and I remember like before this day and I had asked him and he said yeah that he was a virgin too but yeah I said yeah that we were at his at his house we went into his room and and we're making out at that point he was like oh like let's do it and then I was like no I don't want to like not yet and he's all, come on, let's do it. Mm. And then I was like, no, like, let's, let's wait. Like, you know, like, let's just, you know, make out. And he's all, come on, just a little bit. Let me just put a little bit. Mm. And mind you, he's doing this already as we're having this conversation. And at that point, I could, like, I couldn't even say anything anymore. And so I didn't say no, I didn't say yes, I didn't. And then like, I remember it like hurt, but like I could think of like, if I don't do this, he's not gonna wanna date me. No. So I remember like, yeah, like, okay, we had to get going because it was already time. Like that's what stopped us was because of the time when school was gonna be out and I had to go back to school. And I remember walking back to school and I was just thought like, that was it. Like that was my, my first time. And I think about it now and I'm like, there was no consent there. <laughs> but I didn't know that at the time. I thought that was it. I thought that was what sex was 
like okay like yeah he said por él it was me people pleasing it makes me so mad and and that, and I think about it now and I'm like motherfucker was not a fucking virgin All right él sabía lo que estaba haciendo <laughs> pues sí se aprovechó and, you know, <sighs> I'm so mensa. mad I'm sorry <laughs> Yeah, at the time too, because like you thought that was like, you know. And my mom picked me up and then that was that. And then I kept seeing him. And the way my parents found out was because he had written me notes because I wanted, you know, there I am with my love language being a words of affirmation. I asked him to write me a letter and he wrote me a letter, but he got very sexual in the letter. And so I saved it. And my mom had found it. And so, but I didn't know she found it, right? And there was a day that my mom mom and my dad were both like, oh, vamos a ir a la tienda, vamos a ir a la comida. Or no, me decía, oh, vamos a ir a hacer copias. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, copies? And they're like, yeah, vamos a ir a la I was like, okay. And it was like late at night. And I was like, well, and then they're like, oh, no, más tú y nosotros. Like they didn't want to take my siblings. And then, hmm. so I get in the van with them and we drive to the store, right? Like literally like two blocks from where we live. We lived. And they park in front of the store. They, they park in front of Office Depot. Está cerrado. And then they just park in this empty parking lot. And um, they both turn around and they look at me. And I'm like, my heart's just fucking. Oh, my beating. gosh. Like, yes. The fuck is happening? And this is me, like, not knowing at all where this is going. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't even remember which one of the two asked, like, if I was dating a guy that they had found letters and I just stayed there shook just <laughs> I didn't know what to say and my mom was like estás viendo un hombre y tiene 18 años and sabe que tanto like she already knew oh my goodness and then they're like have you had sex like yeah but yo creo que hasta perdiste tu virginidad and then at that point I didn't say anything And I just shook my head up and down. When I tell you my mom launched, she launched out of that front seat into the back seat next to me. And as soon as I said that, she started just hitting me. Just started going in hard, just hitting, cacheteándome. And at that point, my dad was trying to reach over to stop her, to pull her off of me. Because I had fell over to the side of the door and she's just on top of me going in. And my dad had to pull her off of me and had to calm her down. And I remember thinking, I'm just like, like sitting there just in shock, just crying. Like I like, so the fact that like I, <laughs> I had sex and it was that type of experience. And then I'm made feeling like another side of it. I like fucked up. Right. Mm -hmm. And My dad looked at me and he grabbed me from the face and he's like, cariciándome la cara. And he's like, Mijel, te hizo daño. Te hizo daño. And I remember thinking, no, daddy did it. I lied. And I said, no, he hurt me. And he's just crying. And then my mom, my mom, I was like, can't you understand? Like you're the you were the, supposed to be this flower, and it's like, hey, you went off and did these things. Let's say this una prostituta. Like she was just yelling at me, mm -hmm. and all I'm thinking is like, I was doing this because I wasn't ready to tell you. Like, like I was doing this to. 
for you, it, this is all I'm thinking in my mind, right? That I'm like, I held back from telling you anything because of you. Like, because I didn't want to cause this, like, disappointment. And then si pensar, like, sali pior. <laughs> and, um, oh, yeah, it was, like, this whole ordeal. And, like, they had told me that they wanted his address. It had, if I had ever been to his house, I said no. I obviously lied. And um, they went to look for him. <laughs> oh my god. They went to his high school and they let them know that he wasn't allowed to see me. And then they made a restraining order and they found out where his parents worked. So they oh went and talked gosh. to his girl. It was it was this whole uh, this whole like lifetime movie. And my parents, they went to talk to his parents and they talked to him, like, pretty much, like, to stay away from me. And at that point, I was heartbroken. In my mind, I thought I was in love with this guy. And in, oh, that, in my mm-hmm. mind, all I'm thinking is, I love this guy. Mm-hmm. And my parents came in and then now I'm just, like, this terrible person. So I was just, like, broken all around. And I wasn't allowed to see him. So then he like changed his number. También por lo mismo. Mm-hmm. And yo buscándolo with like numbers of his friends. It was like, I'm telling you. And I would cry every night. I remember crying for almost a year. Every night before I would see him again, yo, yo lloraba. And um, their fear was me sneaking off with him one night. De que yo me iba a ir con él. And they consistently checked on me at night. Like, checking on me like when I was in my room make sure yeah soul is really there <laughs> <laughs> and it was like that for like a year I think after that and I remember like um having to gain my parents trust back and that was hard and at that point I realized like I, I was in the wrong for lying I was in the wrong for singing yeah all that around but I was never taught or I never had a conversation about you know my dad did ask me, he's like, he's like, I get it. He's all, uh, did you want to know what it was like? Did you like, did you want to know what sex was like? Is that why you did it? And I didn't answer him. And, you know, I told him this a few years ago. I like, we were sitting and talking and I told him, I was like, dad, I was like, I didn't do it for the experience. I did it because I thought I loved him and because I wanted him because he loved me. Mm-hmm. And so I just felt like I had to do it. And I'm a little, you know, the whole thing but that was mine that was my first experience and ever since that like I'm being like unfortunately like for years my mentality was my job was to please my job was to give for them and not so much for me I wish my my mom could have had a different mentality about it because even just with what had happened I didn't learn anything from it except for do not lie to your parents and do not sneak out of school (laughs) I'm sorry I'm over here crying (laughs) very much a chillona I think I'm crying because in both instances oh man here it comes in both instances our dads kind of took that uh nurturing role You're totally right. I hate you like that. And I think we were expecting our moms to do that. 
<laughs> sale al revés. Yeah, and it just makes me really sad because thinking now of like my relationship with my dad and everything that happened with you and your dad. Mm-hmm. It's like bringing up um, all these feelings and it's validating that right. our par- our dads were almost like our best friends because they were so understanding. They were open. They were open yeah. to a certain extent, but they were. Yeah. And, and even being the machista that my dad was, he was very much more open to dialogue than my mom. Mm-hmm. And so give me a second because I have a question for you, but let me collect myself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so my question for you is, do you think that our mother's reaction was based on fear? Um. Or do you think their reaction was just purely based on control? Both. Okay. I think fear because I, at least from like my mom's side, like from her point of view, I know she dealt with a few experiences herself that, um, that pretty much Oh, I can't find the word. I know that with my mom going through her experiences, it also has influenced the way she thinks to now that her fear was of the things that I could be going through that she had experienced, but because she didn't have these conversations with me, Obviously, I'm not going to know about them, right? But the thing yeah. was that she had dealt with certain things. So her thing was probably fear of that being in control of the fact of your your daughters, right? That, like, que vergüenza, what shame. Y lo más grande de todo es lo que dirán. Yeah, of course. There's moments that my mom has told me, like, Ay, no me importa lo que diga la gente, no me importa lo que piensa, but the problem is that she does care because a lot of the things that she did to me said to me you know the way she did things for herself all together it was always for an image it was always about what her sisters were going to say it was always about like que mal se va a ver eso or you know que una mujer se debe de ver bien una mujer se debe de respetar um it's all of it it's all of that together yeah i I think that I agree with you. I think that it is very much both um, fear and control because the same, my mom is very much, oh, a mí no me importa lo que digan. But all of her actions prove otherwise. Why do you think that is? Because that's how they were raised. And the thing is, como donde vivían ellas, en sus pueblitos y sus ranchitos, todo el mundo se criticaba. And so, criticaban a la hija, criticaban por a no toda tele, la familia, you know. And it por was no like, tener tele. Yes, y, literally. <laughs> y critican como la vida de los demás y no se están fijando en ellos mismos. And I think that's why 
now as an adult, I'm like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. And that's on period because I'm not going to be worried about (laughs) what the next person is going to say because my life is my life and nobody's going to give me any experiences. Nobody's paying for these things. So (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I think that that's so that could totally be avoided of us now as adults we're like oh fuck it like I'm gonna do what I want like at this point I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks so now it's almost a little more aggressive how we take on things when this could have been avoided many many years ago having these conversations with our mothers or our fathers especially our mothers I think the thing was I right. and I had it from our dads but we didn't have it from others and that's what we needed yeah just because it's like it's always going to be a different experience for like it was a different experience for our our dads to our moms and the ones we needed to hear it from was our moms to at least like we wouldn't be so aggressive about it now maybe I think um having like heard and having have had the conversations about sex and why not just why do I need to respect my body why do I need to to conserve myself why yeah. do I you know it's like mija hazlo por esto esto lo otro no nomás yeah. es que no se ve bien mm-hmm. eso está mal okay but why I think for so many conversations was a why. It was always like, porque yo dije, porque yo digo, porque yo mando, porque mm-hmm. es mi casa, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it's never like to go deeper into that thought process. And I think um, this is where they get the, when things get too hard, they run away. Because they weren't taught how to talk about things growing up. And I honestly strongly believe, and I even would talk about it with my families when I was working um, at a daycare center, I would talk about it with the after-school families about talking about sex with your children. Because if you're not doing it, they're especially, especially now, kids are curious (laughs) and they have the internet to- Yes, they have the internet to be able to go and, hey, Google, you know, ask like a question and get an answer. And what I tell them is, and what I even told um, my younger sister is that, yes, Google has answers. Yes, the internet has answers. It has images. It has all these things that you could need. It has porn, everything, right? But what it misses from is the intimacy, the person-to-person reactions, the feelings, the emotions behind it. Um, Because at the end of the day, losing your virginity or going out to me and having sex with somebody is much more than just acostándote con alguien. It's Mm -hmm. being able to trust the other person to not judge you or to not, you know, because it's your most vulnerable state. And so they're missing from those, those uh, personable stories about what it is. And especially being so young, you're so curious. And so True. it's natural that you're going to want to experience. And the question that your dad um, asked you about, lo hiciste porque um, quería saber cómo, cómo era, I think that's so... It's such a good question because a lot, a lot of the times um, going 
and thinking back to that moment and thinking about the peers around me and girls losing their virginities and dating guys of course a piece of it is you know wanting to at least for me it was like wanting teniendo esa curiosidad que como se siente um how can i include myself in these conversations um so i think that even though it's such a hard topic and it's embarrassing to some extent I think, and it's uncomfortable, right? But I do right. think that we should have these conversations, at least with the younger generations. Like for me, for example, I didn't get it from my mom. But when my younger sister was growing up, oh man, I wouldn't have the talk per se, like, oh, the birds and the bees. But it was very much, think about what you're going to do, not because you should save yourself for anybody or anything, But just think about what you're going to do because this is your most vulnerable state. Mm -hmm. And you're putting that trust into somebody else. Right. <laughs> There's my little gist for that. Or if you're horny, <laughs> just go for it. <laughs> just kidding. Go ahead. Be the Barbies. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I think I agree with you. I think it's just it's those moments that like you're not for, you're not gonna forget of course because it's your first experience you know and I would love to hear or read about everyone else's stories just to you know and if not I hope that listening to ours was relatable or at least like giving you just a different perspective that like just not all first experiences are the planned ones or absolutely like like from a rom-com movie right but <laughs> at least to realize that that's not something that you lost there's no shame in it on your end there's no believing that your that your self-worth has gone out the window mm -hmm. you know because there's also like I've heard my mom say about women talking about like oh es que está más corrida que un freeway like okay and <laughs> good girl get yeah. it I hope it makes it all the way the down and up and down from California. Right, period. But, <laughs> but that's the same reason why I say, like, it doesn't matter what experience you had. There's no loss in, in worth for yourself. And you on your end, it's your body. And it's what you choose to do. And if it's your experience, it's how you want it to be. And with consent. 100% with consent remembering that that it's not just from your end it's like from all around like whoever it is you're sharing your experience with too absolutely I want to thank you so much soul for sharing with us especially giving us all that information and don't forget Estrellitas to give us a like go and follow us on all social media platforms and please subscribe <laughs> and with that being said Estrellitas don't forget to continue shining your light and let your stories be heard bye